Blog Talk Radio.
radio and Yahweh's ministry. Got the whole series Red Sea Roy listening on the class riding shotgun, taking care of things around the temple. We got the elder right now at the bottom part of the Sabbath day, getting it in inside of the class right now, teaching the class as the lead teacher. So uh, we ask you all to prepare for the show. Get your mask right on the Sunset Jaguar and get your pen and pad and write down your notes and ask questions. That's what we want. We want you to call in and ask questions on the international line at 224-600-5579. Once again, we want you to call in, look at your notes, write down your questions, and call in on the international line at 224-600-5579. We also are tuning in live right now. On uh, you know we live on Power Talk, so go ahead and tune in on that Power Talk right now. As you listen in on Blog Talk, you might want your friends might can't get to it right now, but they might want to tune in on some Power Talk. Or uh, they can download Power Talk on their phone, on their uh, face, on I mean on their laptop or on their desktop. They also can download it on that smart TV they got at home. I don't know one eye line stating device. So uh, download. Power Talk. When you download Power Talk, go down to uh, Active Group. Look for African American. Then you're going to see uh, BOTTY, that line sitting right on over there and tune in and listen in to the broadcast. It's been started at 12 o'clock on Power Talk all the way into the sun. Go down. It's the bottom part of the Sabbath day. We also got uh, live on Facebook right now. If you want to tune in on the Facebook page, once again, if you want to tune in on the Facebook page, type in B-O-T-T-Y, and search search uh, 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 the web on your laptop, your desktop, or um, your phone, or your one eye thing, live smart TV. You can put it in on those things as well. And once again, for the face. Your host, by name, your 
here. Israel. Of C. Royal. We're doing a series called Revealing the Mark of the Beast. 666, the Son of part 25, and we want to focus in on that tonight's episode 25, and we're just going to see can we go and get something going on, but we got our ear going to be um, tied to the hip and take 25, and that's a great thing, so we're going to see if we can get, get our ear all ready and get him cranked up, and we're just going to... Um, See if we get some something going on. This top part, this is uh take number twenty-five. But some things I wanna lay out as we try to focus on how to take care of take twenty-five. There's some things that we need to know, especially if you gonna ever be trying to explain the Bible. If you ever gonna try to explain the Bible, you got to find out one thing about it. You can't see things through Christianity. Christianity is, is contrary to the Bible. And long as you got a mindset of Christianity, Christ-like, you're not gonna see what he's really saying in his Bible because when he when you read statements like who he came for, and you think one thing. And it's a total another thing. So um, we just want to see if we can get something going on, and we'll just get up some Luke 12, 12, and then get our elder going on. we crank him up, and we just want to get something going on. But remember one thing. You got to understand, the Bible was not in English. English was thought about in 449 A.D. It became official language in 1382. So when you when you see the words Lord God Jesus Allah and Buddha, it was not and Jew. It was not in the original manuscript. All these words were added on after the book was closed. So, but we can't keep we can't take everything in this setting. But we want to get on some end time prophecy, and while the getting is good, we will see the sign our elder, and we'll get him going, and we'll. Get something going on on take 25. So when you meet the lead teacher out of Camp 1 called Elder Yadah Israel, tribe of Judah, Yadah. Hey, Elder Yadah Israel, Yadah Bidja see Roy. The question says, Israel, I see Roy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, Elder, you know, uh, we're going to have to lay a little foundation down there, Elder, on the end-time prophecy. So we want to get us a, a good shot at it. So uh, can you just uh, grab that microphone and pull it tight in and look at in the scripture what it says about Luke, chapter 12, verse 12, Elder, Yachdah, Israel. What's that say? Come on. We're going to look chapter 12. Summer 12 reads, For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. In that very same hour, the righteous spirit do teach you. And 
And remember, and the righteous spirit and the wisdom of Solomon, chapter 1, 1 through 10, we're not reading that, but it'll flee deceit. And then, and then in Acts chapter 19, it talks about, you know, the evil angels say, listen, we know who Yahweh's son is, and we know who Paul is, but who are you? So you just can't jump down there and make a statement, because when you make a statement, it's going to show up that you are just making statements. Well, I got to give one case in point. Uh, Elder, because uh, Regina now, he says, all right, Sierra, that sounds pretty good, but get one case in point. All right, so we're going to open up um, Elder in the eighth chapter of the book, take 25, but he says, yes, here, but get one shot in on the eighth chapter of the book of In the eighth chapter, I want to get down where it talks about um, some pretty good stuff. When, when Peter came um, and, and, and a guy uh, seen some things, and we're just going to look at, we're going to get right on off into end time prophecy, Elder. Let's look at Acts chapter 8. And we'll pick up verse 7 down to verse, um, no, we ain't even go that high. We'll get right down to it. 14 down to verse 20, and then we off and run it. Acts chapter 8, 14 down to verse 20, and then we be off and running in the end time prophecy. What is that of hell? You on the clock, come on. The book of Acts chapter 8, verse number 14 to 20 read. Acts chapter 8, verse number 14. And when the apostles, which were at Jerusalem, heard that Samaria had received the word of Yahweh, they said unto them, Peter and John. Verse 15. And when they were come down, prayed for them, that they might receive the righteous spirit, the Holy Ghost. Verse 16. For as yet he, had, for as yet he was fallen upon none of them, only they were baptized in the name of Yahweh. Verse 17. And laid they laid their hands on them, and they received the Holy Ghost. Verse 18. And when Simon saw that through laying on of the apostles' hands, the Holy Ghost was given, he offered them money. Verse 19. Saying, Give me also this power, that on whomsoever I lay hands, you may receive the Holy Ghost. Verse 20. But Peter said unto him, Your money perish with you, because you have thought that the gift of Yahweh may be purchased with money. Thank you. Yeah. So a lot of people are thinking because um, this gift of Yahweh is purchased because of your family having have an advantage. But it don't work like that. Money cannot get you this type of spirit or information. It'll never happen. You have to be trained in order according to the Bible, and I don't care how much education you got, you jump down this Bible, we can spot it from soon as the, even the way you touch the Bible is you just fake it until you can make it. But we'll see right through it. That's the gift that was given to the fear and the point right out to the elder how to catch something red-handed. But one thing, we tell you something, and then he tell you in Sirach chapter 4, verse 6, he said, listen, 
I'm going to tell you something. Whether y'all know it or not, and Sirach 4, verse 6, if it's going to tell you something, you can take it the way you want to take it. Let's see what it says in Sirach 4, verse 6, Dale. Book of Sirach, chapter 4, verse number 6 reads, But he cursed thee in the bitterness of his soul, for it shall be heard of him that made him. Uh-huh. Precept, 7, 15 of the book of uh, Samuel. And who do what? And how much time do we have to zero in on you? First Samuel, seven fifteen. what does it say else? The book of First Samuel, chapter 7, verse number 15 reads. First Samuel, chapter 7, verse number 15. And Samuel, and Samuel judged Israel all the days of his life. Now, see, um, see, sometimes you jump down in them verses and you say, well, you can't judge me. I mean, my brother said that a long time ago. But the seer's job is to judge all the days of his life. That is, that is the advantage that Yahweh gives a seer to do all the days of his life. And if he curse you in the bill of his soul, saying it, I don't think you're going to fly right, his prayer will be heard. Now, Elder, we want to run to Daniel chapter 2, Elder. We're going to run to Daniel chapter 2, find out some good things on the way of find out some good things. Let's see if y'all walk and take care of business. So we're going to run to Daniel chapter 2. It was, uh, it was something going on in Daniel chapter 2, Elder, that the big king Nebuchadnezzar had a problem with, and he had to, and all the men around him couldn't tell him nothing. They couldn't tell him nothing, and he wanted to put everybody to death. But all of a sudden, they found a man of the captivity. Matter of fact, let's find out what man they found in, in 613 of Daniel. Let's find out something in 613 of Daniel. What does it say we can read in Daniel 613? The book of Daniel 6, verse number 13 reads. Book of Daniel 6, verse 13. Then answered they and said before the king, that Daniel, which is of the children of the captivity of Judah, regardeth not thee, O king, nor the decree that thou hast signed, but making his petition. Three times a day. Uh-huh. And, and what kind of spirit did old Daniel have on him in 6 verse 3, Elder? And, and let's talk about the spirit Daniel had on him that, that caught the world's attention. What kind of spirit Daniel had on him in 6 verse 3 there, Elder? Look at Daniel 6, verse number 3. Then this Daniel was preferred above the president and princes because an excellent spirit was in him. You see that? He said, when you deal with the word of Yahweh, you're going to have an excellent spirit. If your spirit ain't right, it'll show up all over the doggone place. It'll show up all over the place when you faking and shaking, confused, soon as you open your mouth. We see exactly what you're on and where you're getting what you, what you got on from. But let's run back to Daniel chapter 2. We're saying to the elder, and we're going to pick up a verse number 40. We can learn something on the way of learning something. And so Daniel was in the captivity. He was uh, a man in captivity, but he had an extra spirit on him. Yahweh 
showed him something and interpretation to tell old king. Let's see what he says in 2, verse 40, and let's find out what Nebuchadnezzar did. Take it out of verse 47. Let's find out some things on the way of find out some things that held him. Daniel chapter 7, 40 to 47. Let's see what's going on. Come on. Book of Daniel chapter 2, verse number 40 to 47 reads. Book of Daniel chapter 2, verse number 40. The fourth kingdom shall be strong as iron, for as much as iron breaketh in pieces and subdue all things. And as iron that breaketh all these shall it break in pieces and bruise. Verse 41. Whereas thou sawest the feet and the toes, part of potter's clay and part of iron, the kingdom shall be divided, but there shall be in it of the strength of the iron, for as much as thou sawest the iron mixed with miry clay. Verse 42, now the toes of the feet were part of iron, part of clay, so the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly broken. Verse 43, where thou sawest iron mixed with miry clay, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men, but they shall not cleave one to another, even as iron is not mixed with clay. Verse 44, and in the days of these kings shall Yahweh of heaven set up a kingdom, which shall never be destroyed, and the kingdom shall not be left to other people. And it shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. Verse 45. For as much as thou sawest that the stone was cut out of the mountain without hands, and that it break in pieces the iron, the brass, the clay, the silver, and the gold, the great Yahweh had made known to the king what shall come to pass hereafter. And the dream is certain, and the interpretation they are sure. Verse 46. Then the king Nebuchadnezzar fell upon his face and worshipped Daniel, and commanded that they should offer an oblation and sweet over unto him. Verse 47. The king answered unto Daniel and said, Of a truth it is, and your Yahweh is a Yahweh of Yahweh, Yahweh of kings, and a revealer of secrets, seeing thou couldst reveal this thing. Now, I'm to back up and, um, and look at verse 44 and 45. There's something in that 44 and 45, Elder. We're going to take a shot at something that was said. In verse 44 and 45 of Daniel chapter 2, let's see what that says again in verse 44 and 45. The book of Daniel chapter 2, verse number 44. And in the days of these kings shall Yahweh of heaven Set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed, and the kingdom shall not be left to other people, but it shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. Verse 45, for as much as thou sawest that the stone was cut out of the mountain without hand, that it break in pieces, the iron, the brass, the clay, the silver, and the gold, the great Yahweh made known to the king which shall come to pass, Hereafter, and the dream is certain, and the interpretation they are sure. So he said he gonna build a kingdom that's gonna break all the kingdoms and the peace. See, and remember the Bible in eleven verse six and forty-two twenty-four of Sirach is a double meaning. So what kingdom is he gonna set up? 
to break down all the kings. So we're going to get a precept on that, Elder, by going to Daniel, I mean, Jeremiah 51. And we'll pick up at verse number 19 down to verse 23. We're going we're gonna to find out then, then, then swing right on over to Revelation 2, 25 to 29, so we can be clear. He says he's going to set up a kingdom. And the kingdom, after the fourth kingdom, is at its peak. He's going to set up a kingdom while the fourth kingdom is gone. But it's going to break in pieces. And we ain't talking about military. He's going to break in pieces all that bad teaching. So it will be a kingdom set up right in the midst of a kingdom that's set up with great power, but do not have the power of Yahweh. Let's find out a little bit more about it now, Elder. We're going to Jeremiah 51, and we'll look at 19 to 23, and we'll slide real with Revelation chapter 2. 25 down to verse 29. Come on, Elder. The book of Jeremiah, chapter 51, verse number 19 through 23 reads. Book of Jeremiah 51, verse number 19 reads. The portions of Jacob, Israel, is not like them. We are the form of all things, and Israel is the rod of his inheritance. Yaquah host is his name. Verse number 20. Thou art my battle axe and weapon of war. For with thee will I bring in pieces the nation. With thee will I destroy kingdoms. Verse 21. With thee will I bring in pieces the horse and his rider. With thee will I bring in pieces the chariot and his rider. Verse 22. With thee also will I bring in pieces man and woman. And with thee will I bring in pieces old and young. With thee will I bring in pieces the young man and the maid. Verse 23, I will also break in pieces with thee, the shepherd and his flock. And with thee will I break in pieces the husbandman, his yoke of oxen. And with thee will I break in pieces captains and rulers. Yeah. So, so you see, the one that's going to break down the fourth kingdom spiritually will be the sixth and only camp called voices of the true Israelites. We're going to break down the powerhouse fourth kingdom by letting you understand plainly that the word of Yahweh is going to stand. Then physically, we're going to deliver them up. But right now, spiritually, we have to break down everything that has been said and taught in your head and see if it's so. So now, you're getting ready to read the end time prophecy exactly how it's going to be even beyond the Jeremiah 51, 19-23. Let's see what it's saying that Revelation chapter 2, 25-29, it'll come out. The book of Revelation chapter 2, verse 25-29 reads. book of Revelation chapter 2, verse number 25. But that which you have already hold fast till I come. Verse 26. And he that overcometh and keepeth my words unto the end, to him will I give power over the nation. Verse 27. 
You shall rule them with a rod of iron, and a vessel of potters shall they be broken to shiver, even as they receive them my father. Verse 28. Now will give him the morning star. Verse 29. He or she that have an ear, let them hear what the Spirit said unto the churches. Mm-hmm. And the churches is if 12 tribes of Israel led by Judah. But before we bring our other elders in to tell you about this broadcast, elders, back up and make sure that this prophecy was told to a people that's going to bust the nation with a rod of iron. Let's back up again to 51, 19, and 20, and then we'll bring in Elder Mr. Tills, and he'll tell you about who is bringing this broadcast on tape 25. So, Elder, and Jeremiah 51, can you have those say out in verse 19 and verse 20? That's good enough, then we'll get, our, get Elder Tills in and come out. Book of Jeremiah 51, verse number 19 and verse 20 reads, Book of Jeremiah 51, verse 19, Portion of Jacob is not like them, for he is the former of all things, and Israel is the rod of his inheritance. Yahweh of hope is his name. Verse 20, There are my battle axe and weapon of war, but with thee will I break in pieces the nations, and with thee will I destroy kingdoms. See that? So now we're clear the prophecy of it will be the children of Israel led by Judah. That's how the fourth kingdom is going down and we are start working on the fourth kingdom on every point that they have in this Bible. It is contrary to the Bible on every point. We're going to bring our elder in. They tell you all about the broadcast, and then we're going to get right back on some end-time prophecy and cover a whole lot of bases tonight. So when you meet our other elder out of Camp 1, Elder Mr. Tibbs Israel, tribe of Yah, Yah, Judah. Hey, Elder, y'all probably beat that seed right here. And Yahweh bless you, see Israel. And Yahweh bless you, see Israel, receive well. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh, the elder. Well, you know, we are, we're going to get things warmed up for you, elder. We'll be dealing with this end time property 25. We're going to cover a whole lot of bases. So, uh, but they need to know who brings this broadcast and what we all about and what spirit will put on you. And then you, you spread some books out and put them to the side because, um, uh, we're going to kind of see you cover a whole lot of bases in tape 25. So, Elder, what you want to say and address this national audience over 900,000 strong on the international side, Latter-day Saints, the Roman Catholic Church, and the WCC World Council of Churches, Sam Sear, what do you say? Tonight, Sear, we're going to catch you in something. Okay, good. Elder, you're on the clock. Take your time. Don't give us some hot air of tea. And you do your part and take 25. Come on. Once again, Yahweh bless you, Sir Israel. And thank you for bringing me into tonight's broadcast among a cast of over 900,000 listeners. 
And they all came to hear the righteous words of Yahweh. And you always hear me say, that is a good thing. Because also remember, you do have the non-righteous out there. You heard me speak of this a few times before. And their particular job is to lead you astray. Like you hear me speak of the alien man. It's a nickname that I gave a gentleman that tries to reverse the words in the Bible against the elders see if he can perceive me. But this is a gentleman of loss with confused understanding of the Bible. This is why we're here to help guide you through these dark times of bad teaching, while up the gums that some use for righteous learning and Christianity. We welcome and thank all of you for attending another live broadcast of Yahweh's ministry. That come into your life over to always with new and exciting topics from the King James Bible. First and foremost about Yahweh's Word, where we've been often questioned about how can you guys get this much information out of this one book? Well, it comes from connecting the books. Your health, foods you should eat, keeping the Sabbath days, and much more, as you will hear in this program. Also, we do this because you have not. This is the information that you came to seek and now have found that in the voices of the two Israelites, tribe of Yadda. We're open unto you from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. on the normal days of Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, having no class on Tuesday, but we do have a Sabbath class. Our private Sabbath is Friday. We have an online class that starts at 7.30 to 10.30, which is a good thing. And the bottom part, of the Sabbath is Saturday. There's a temple class that starts at 12 p.m. and an online class class that starts again at 2 to 5 p.m. until the temple members decide to leave. We even have a website address to use this on any one of your smart devices. Enter tribeyada.com. After click enter, once again look for tribeyada.com dash Israel. This will put you right under a big wire where you will see some choices. One will be tires and offerings. Click PayPal and follow the instructions. Now, on any other device, you may see menu. But after clicking this, again, you'll see choices. Still choose the tires and offerings. In doing so, remember what it says in the book of Psalms, chapter 96, verse 7, and verse 8. 7 says, Give unto the Yahweh, the kindreds of the people. Give unto the glory and strength. Eight, give unto the the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come to his courts. Now, I always remind everyone that when you're doing this, to remember that Yahweh wants to cure forgiveness. And also, donations that's given to this ministry is greatly appreciated if you give. According to the Bible scriptures, we read in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse 30, and read once again the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, verse number 9. This is done to keep this ministry bringing you, thus says Yahweh, also for building the school, a banquet hall, radio station, and land to grow the health foods we continue to speak of on this program. Hallelujah. Also while there, check out our calendar. It's there to keep you in tune with the Bible feast days that come to us throughout the year. 
We also have a live program. This feature is only available during our broadcasting. To get there, enter three words, Yakwa Radio Live. And after clicking on it, look for Voices of the True Israelites, Driver Goddamn. Click the red live button as soon as it appears. It'll put you right into our live broadcast. Now, also, we have a few numbers you can call with Yakwa in mind. The first is our live conference room number, which is 319-527-6065. The other is 224-600-5579. This would be our international number, where you can call and leave those messages, the Bible scriptures you have, which can be answered by anyone with six among the camps of God's ministry. But also in saying that, do not call this number trying to teach. I'll have to remind you, when you hear a discouraging click, followed by a doctor. Also, by calling this same number, you can order the 12 programs via the 12 tribes of Israel on DVD. Just make sure we get the correct name and the correct address, and you will receive a copy. On another note, we might ask, please do not contact the seer via email, phone, text before the broadcast and afterwards. He's usually pretty busy with the WCC, the New York Station stockholder that's a cigar man, counseling many memos that most of us have seen, either now in addition to that the latter day since. And that's besides even setting up our broadcast before broadcast time. Almost too much to mention. So please use the international line at 224-600-5579. And if the question is legit, you will receive a call back, unless you call trying to teach. As I said, you will only hear a discouraging doctor. Now, for those of you who have missed the beginning of our program, you can always catch the entire show today after 9.15 p.m., except Friday's program time will be repeated after 10.30. And to do that, just enter three words, Dr. Radio Live. And then, after clicking on it, look for Voices of the Truth Voice. Driving that out. Just choose the program that you're late walking into or any previous day on that list that you would like to listen. Also, during our normal Blog Talk broadcast, we're also simultaneously transmitting on PalTalk. PalTalk can be logged in by your phone, your tablet, or computer, even your smartwatch. Just make sure you've downloaded the PalTalk app. You'll be listed under ethnic group, African American. Once again, look for the voices of the Trizalites, Tribe of Gaza. You'll find a room will hold 50 or more listening participants. For Yahweh's word, we'll also be working for your Bible education and online there to answer those on the table topics we discuss during our broadcast. Will be the elder Mr. Tibbs Israel, along with Seer Israel, writing a shotgun. During this time, we'll be taking more comments on topic for any more than two text questions answered at a time. And if our talk ends before teaching time, we will continue our teaching on Pelotal. But a continuing, ongoing reminder. When we are given scriptures to speak by the seer, be quick to hear, slow to speak, so the words of Yahweh will flow smoothly. Remember that we have over 900,000 listeners that came to hear the righteous words of Yahweh. 
And so we can start to do just that. We'll pass the program back to us here as well. We'll say hallelujah. Yaqwa. All right, I hear that session on your part. And um spread the books out a little bit elder because one thing about it. We gonna think we cover a lot of bases. And and by the way, um we're gonna go right back to it to spread the books out a little bit to elder, get all comfortable, get to the herbal chicken, we don't you cover a lot of bases. Now, Elder Young God, we just got through our reading where Judah is, I mean, uh, not even said Judah, it said Israel with his uh, rod of his um, anger and rod on busting his. But we got to be clear that a lot of them claim Israel. But we got to know who's going to take the first punch. Who's going to get the first punch on all the nations, Elder Young God? We're going to Revelation. I mean, going to Zechariah 14, let's be clear who going to throw the first on the nation. And and when they throw the punches, they're going to be looking for some things that they once had once upon a time ago. Let's go to Zechariah 14, Elder, and we'll look at verse 14 and 15. 14, 14, and 15, then, then come back to verse number 9, and then we drift back to revealing the number of the beast, 666, strong edition, take 25. So give me a 14, 14, 14 and 15, then come back to verse 9. Elder Yacht God, you're back on the clock. Come on. Because I can write it, chapter 14. Verse number 14, verse 15, and verse number 9 reads. Zechariah chapter 14, verse number 14 reads. And Judah also shall fight in the land of Yagdah Judah. The wealth of all the nations, heathen, round about shall be gathered together. Gold, silver, apparel, and great abundance. Verse 15. So shall be the plague of the horse, of the mule, of the camel, and of the ass, and of all the beasts that shall be in these tents as this plague. Verse number 9. Yaqua shall be king over all the earth in that day. Shall there be one Yaqua and his name one? You see that? And see, it won't be a lot of names all over the place. It'll be just one name on the table. And um, that's how it's going to be. So, so we, now we know clear that the rod of his anger is going to be in the hand of Judah. Judah is the lead child of 12 tribes of Israel. So remember, if you missed the if you missed the beginning of the broadcast, like the other said, tune back in the later part of the, of the nine o'clock hour, and you can catch that part. So now we clear exactly who's gonna do what, and that's a great thing. And matter of fact, um, we see Mother E coming to you. Mother E sent it here. Yeah, I know you. I know you got that big gun, the mills on, but uh, but Mother. If you need mother to throw a little couple jabs out there, I'll be right there like I always have been. All right. Let's see if we bring Mother E in and, and take 25 by me and our mother. Mother E, try the Yacht God Judah, one of the mothers out of Camp One. Yacht God Judah, see Ray. Yacht God Israel, see Ray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, most you know them, 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 them big guns, them elders, 
they are ready to rock and roll. But one thing about it, it's always good to know mothers right there in the wings saying, look here, I'm, I'm, I'm pushing for y'all to rock and roll. But Mother E and Mother Z is right there to hear everything going on and get in where they fit in. That's a great thing. So we found out one thing. Now we clear who's going to do what, who's going to lay the gloves down. So now let's so, go uh, Y'all done. We're coming back to Daniel chapter 7. So now we're going to learn something on the way of learning something now. We're going to Daniel chapter 7, and we're going to pick up the verse number 1. Remember, we, we're going to reveal some things and take 25. So Elder Yadah, look at that Daniel chapter 7, verse 1. Let's read a little bit, and I will be breaking in real shortly to lay out a little groundwork. Let's see what's going on in Daniel chapter 7, verse 1, all the way down. We're going to Daniel chapter 1, all the way down, and we're going to pick it up at verse number 7, 1, and we're going to take it down a little bit. You're on the clock. Come on. Book of Daniel chapter 7, verse number 1 reads. Book of Daniel 7, verse number 1. In the first year of Belshazzar, king of Babylon, Daniel had a dream and vision of his head upon his bed. Then he wrote the dream and told the sum of the matter. Verse number two, Daniel spake and said, I saw in my vision by night, and behold, the four winds of the heavens strove upon the great sea. Verse number three, the four great beasts came up from the sea, diverged one from another. Verse number four. First was like a lion, and that eagle's wing. I beheld till the wings thereof were plucked, and it was lifted up from the earth, and made to stand upon its feet as a man. And a man's mind, heart, was given to it. Verse number five. Behold, another beast, a second, like to a bear, and it raised up itself on one side. It had three ribs in the mouth of it between the teeth of it. They said thus until it arise, devour much flesh. Verse number six. Mm-hmm. Hold that part. Hold that part. Rep that. Rep that, Elder. Rep that. Excellent. Read that verse five again, Elder. Now, that, now that's big talk right there. Now that's big talk. Verse five again. Come on. Look at Daniel chapter seven, verse number five. Behold, another beast, a second like to a bear, that raised up itself on one side. They had three ribs in the mouth of it between the teeth of it. They said that thus unto it, arise, devour much flesh. Now, Daniel doing a policy. Now, this is before any other nation of color that was dark color running. Three kingdoms was plucked up. Now, we want to let you know, when you take notes, Special assistant on the camp on the warmth that was plucked up that Daniel taking a look at. Daniel gonna see the plucking up of three kingdoms done with the hero lions, the Vandal and the Oxygoski. H E R U A O I. They was destroyed at four ninety three. The Vandals were taken out 
in A.D. 534. And the Archie Gospel were taken out in 538. These three, these were the three ribs that were taken out. This is what they're talking about, the three ribs were taken out. These were the three ribs that were taken out. The Hero Lions, H-E-R-U-L-I, the Vandale, B-Z-A-N-D-A-L-F, and the Octagon. These are the ones that he's talking about right now. They one was taken out. These are three that was plucked up by the root. Right here. In the first, now, verse 6 again. Let's talk about verse 6 again, El. The book of Daniel, chapter 7, verse number 6. And after this, I beheld, and lo, another, like a leopard, which had upon the back of it four wings of a fire. The beast had also four heads. And dominion was given to it. Ah, good, right there. Now this leopard, is, this leopard kingdom, this is Alexander, the, the sons of Esau. This when the power, he was, he was seeing the coming in of the power of the white man and the white woman. So he was seeing where this leopard was coming in. This is Alexander, the sons of Esau, they call in your history book, Alexander the Great. So he's seeing all of this in the days of Bezalel. What happened in verse number seven? Now, verse seven. Daniel seven, verse seven. After this, I saw in the night vision. Behold, a fourth beast, dreadful and terrible, and strong exceedingly. And he had great iron teeth. It devoured and break in pieces. It stepped the residue with the feet of it, and it was diverse from all the beasts. There were before it, and it had ten horns. Uh, now, now he, uh, now he says, these, this beast right here, he had control over ten horns. That's big, that's big talk right there. Now, we're going to find out all about that a little bit uh, later, about the ten horns that he had, because these ten horns are very old, what we're dealing with today. We're going to find out about these ten horns that he had because everything we're dealing with, with now, they repeat things through history and they put their name in places where they don't belong. But this is way back there on these ten horns. And we're going to bring them out in this lesson. So now, verse 8. And what happened in verse 8, J.O.? Daniel 7, verse 8. And I considered the horn, and behold, there came up among them another little horn, before whom three, there were three of the first horns plucked up by the root. And behold, in this horn were eyes like the eyes of a man, and a mouth speaking great things. Yeah. So now this right here, now them three horns were plucked up. We don't tell you about three horns that were plucked up. But the out of that came a little horn, and, and and he was speaking great things. Now, this horn was a little horn that was speaking great things. Now, this is pointing toward a religious horn, uh, and horns mean power. And when you talk about horns, you're talking about power. 
He has power to tell another nation, this is yours, and this is yours, and, and you can have it. But he all that power was coming from Satan the death. That's good. So that's, we're going to lay out, we're going to lay out a little thing, Elder, and we're going to lay it out, then we're going to start breaking it all down. Let's go and get a bit more where you stop off on the first number. Eight, we'll read verse eight again. Give me eight down to verse 13, Elder. Eight down to verse 13, what does it say? The book of Daniel 7. Verse number eight. I considered the horn. Behold, there came up among them another little horn, for whom there were three of the first horns plucked up by the root. And behold, in this horn were eyes like the eyes of a man, and a mouth speaking great things. Verse number nine. At the heir to the thrones was cast down. The ancient of days did sit, whose garment was white as snow. And he held his head like the pure wool. His tongue was like the fiery flame, and his will as burning fire. Verse number 10. A fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. Thousand thousand ministered unto him, and ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The judgment was set, and the books were opened. Verse number 11. I beheld then because of the voice of the great words which the horn spake. I beheld even till the beast was slain, his body destroyed and given to the burning flames. Verse 12, as current concerning the rest of the beast, they had their dominion taken away, that their lives were prolonged for a season and time. Verse 13. Good, 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 Elder. Good, Elder. Back up the first 11 again, Elder. Give me that first 11 again. Daniel 7, verse number 11. I beheld again because of the voice of the great words which the horn spake. I beheld even till the beast was slain, his body destroyed and given to the flame. So now, Daniel seen, Daniel seen, even when the beast was finally delivered up. See, Daniel seen it all. So now, if Daniel seen it all about this beast being slain, See now we see we carefully especially the six on the camps, we you clear that the Bible have a double meaning. Now this beast that you talked about that was slain, uh Elder Mr. Hill, give me that Ecclesiastes chapter three, verse eighteen. And Mother E, give me that Psalm seventy three, verse twenty two. Psalm 73 had it waiting on the verse 22. Let's see what it says about this beast, but we can be clear. So when we get on to this beast talking and dragon talking, we can be clear of what we're talking about. Ecclesiastes 318, Elder, look at here what it says. And hey, Mother, have that be turning to it right now. Psalm 7322. Come on. In the, book of, uh, in the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 3, verse number 18 says, I said in my mind concerning the estate of the sons of men that Yahweh might manifest them 
and that they might see that they themselves are beasts. So, so this man he's talking about, this beast that's destroyed, he's talking about a man that that is over a system of men, men over men. So that's so he say he thinks it all. Come on, mother, what you got there in seven three twenty two. Book of Psalms, chapter 73, verse 22. So foolish was I and ignorant. I was as a bee before this, before thee. Nevertheless, I am continu- continually with thee. Thou hast chosen me by, by my right hand. So you hear, you hear what David said? And verse 22, he said he was like a beast among whatever mother just got to read. So this beast he's talking about is not no four-legged beast. He's talking about a beastly ran system. They run a system like, like just like you run a beast. That's, that's how they roll. They run a system just that hard. Hey, yo, give me that Job 18, 1, 2, and 3. And we'll get on back to Elder Yaga on some old big-time reading. We go on to Job, Elder Mr. Kills, and we're going to look right down at 18, 1, 2, and 3. What is it saying, 18, 1, 2, and 3? Job, Ishakar's boy, 18, 1, 2, and 3. What does it say, Elder? And the book of Job, chapter 18, reading verses 1 to verse number 3. One says, Then answered, Go there, of the shepherd. And said, How long will it be? We are make an end of words. Mark and afterwards we will speak. Three, wherefore we are come as beasts and refuge vile in your sight. Yeah. So, so when you start jumping down in the Bible, when you start thinking about a, a lot of four-legged, no. The beast he's talking about, remember, Yahweh talks in parables, dark sayings, and riddles. So when you jump down and see the beast of the Bible, it's talking about men's system that they run. They run it like, like a beast runs after chicken. That's how they operate. So when we bring... Um, Sister Sarah, you said, look, look, see, you know, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting the hang of this thing. I'm, I'm going to turn the pages pretty good, so, yeah, you know, I don't mind or hollering that microphone too. That's a great thing. That's what we're talking about. Get in where you've been in, hollering that microphone. That's what it's all about. Let's see, we bring in our uh, Sister Sarah Israel, and when you meet Sister Sarah Israel, a loud voice, you say, Sister Sarah Israel, y'all quite busy and great. Yaqua bless you, said Israel, real true royal. Um, I'm currently still working right now, so I'm unable to read at this time. But maybe I could jump in right before y'all um, end this class. Excellent. That's why I'm grateful, Sarah. We'll catch you just as the time. So when you are all situated and want to get a, a couple of verses in, all you got to say is hallelujah, and we'll pick it up from there. Now, um, now, El. We want to make sure that 
He said he heard what the he heard a, a little horn come out. Elder Yada. And we want to find out what that horn is so we can be clear because you see it's not you blowing the shofar. He ain't talking about that horn. Let's find what he's talking about, um, Elder Yada. We're going to Psalm seventy five. And we'll look at verse seven, nine and ten. Let's find out exactly what horn this is talking about. Psalm chapter 75, verse 7, 9 and 10. Y'all die Israel, you're back on the clock, come on. Book of Psalm chapter 75, verse number 7, verse number 9, and verse number 10 reads. The book of Psalm chapter 75, verse number 7. The Yahweh is judge who put it down one and set up up another. Verse number 9. And I will declare forever, I will sing praises to Yahweh, Yahweh of Israel. Verse number 10. All the horns of the wicked also will I cut off, but the horns of the righteous shall be exalted. Mm-hmm. Now, Psalms 89, 17. Hey, y'all, y'all make it play in Psalms 89, verse 17. What is this horn, this wicked? You'll cut off the horns of the wicked. What you talking about? Let's precept that to Psalms 89, verse 17. Look at Psalms chapter 89, verse number 17 reads. Psalms 89, verse number 17. For thou art the glory of their strength, and thy favor our horn shall be exalted. Yeah. The horn is talking about an exalted power of wickedness. See, the horn that's in power now is of wickedness. That's what the horn is talking about. He ain't talking about blowing the horn. He's letting you know that the horn is talking about now is the power to be, and what they're blowing out is wickedness. Now we're going to run back to Daniel chapter 8, I mean 7, you know, now we now we're gonna get a little bit more because when we do get off into the end time prophecy, we clear about what words mean. Now, Daniel was, was what in seven fifteen down to verse seventeen. Let's talk about Daniel. Hey, let's talk about Daniel a little bit in the seventh chapter, bigger verse fifteen. And we'll take it all down to verse 23. But uh, Paul's on 17. I want to make a statement on 17. But we're going down to verse 25. So, Daniel chapter 8, 15, down to verse 17. And Paul's right there. Let those still get in on that. 15 down to verse 17. Hell, y'all got to love. Daniel chapter 7, verse 15 through 23 reads. Look at Daniel chapter 7. Verse number 15. I, Daniel, was grieved in my spirit in the midst of my body, and the vision of my head troubled me. Verse 16. I came near to one of them that stood by, and I said, the truth of all this. So he told me and made me know the interpretation of the things. Verse 17. These great beasts, which are four, are four kings which shall arise out of the earth. Ain't that something? You hear that? So these first, these 
these beasts is talking about kingdom rulership. This is talking about four beasts going to come up in Daniel was prophesying of these four beasts. And they're going to run things like a beast run a chicken. You know how a beast corner a chicken by ten beasts? Four legged beast corner a chicken. That chicken ain't going to be nothing nice and nothing left on that chicken. This is the system you're going to run into. And the reason you're going to run into these systems, and because Yahweh made it plain, this is the reason you're going to run into these systems. Hey, hey, Elder, hey, Elder, Mr. Till, the reason they're going to run into this because of Deuteronomy 28, 47 down to verse 50. And Deuteronomy chapter 28, 47 down to verse 50, this is the reason you're going to run into these four beastly systems. Here goes the prophecy of why you're going to be running up on these four beastly systems. And Elder, Mr. Till is going to look at it in 28 chapter Deuteronomy, 47 down to 50. Come on. Where's I L there? I ain't hearing nothing. Hey, hey, mother, pick up that, pick it up, mother. Uh, Deuteronomy twenty-eight forty-seven down to verse six. The book of Deuteronomy chapter twenty-eight, verse forty-seven to fifty. Verse forty-seven reads, "Because thou hast, because thou servest not." The Yahweh, your Yahweh, with darkness and with gladness of mind, but the abundance of all things. Verse 48. Therefore shalt thou serve thy enemies with which the Yahweh shall sin against thee in hunger and in thirst and in nakedness and in want of all things. And he shall put a yoke of iron upon your neck until he have destroyed thee. 49. Yahweh shall bring a nation against thee from far, from the ends of the earth, as swiftly as the eagle flies, a nation whose tongue thou shalt not understand. Verse 50. A nation of fierce continents, which shall not regard thee, Persons are the old, nor show favor to the young. So you see, so when these four beastly kingdoms get a hold to you, children of Israel, don't look for no mercy because they're going to treat you just like uh, a bunch of beasts got one little sheep. They, they, they call and they got 12 people and they um, got one or three sheep. And them 12, and them 12 going to jump that sheep and you ain't going to see footprints on that sheep. Mm-hmm. And this is what the Yahweh is telling you about you getting these systems 
because you don't want to serve him even this day, so you're going to pay the price, and these systems is not going to give you no rest because the prophecy say they're going to deliver you up, down, and in between. They're going to treat you like a beast would treat a, a lamb that I'm broke away from the shepherd in the past. You got it? Right. Now, they ought to reach out to now we know these four kingdoms, these beastly kingdoms. Now, speaking of verse 18. But let's read what it says in 18. This, and 18 is the future. What will happen in verse 18? Daniel, Look at Daniel. 18. Yes, sir, 718. The book of Daniel, chapter 7, verse 18 reads, But the saints of the Most High shall take the kingdom, possess the kingdom forever, even forever and ever. Yeah, okay, good. But, um, hey, Mother E, in Second Samuel 719, we don't see no sign of that. So we got to precept that to Second uh, Samuel chapter seven, verse nineteen, mother. So, so to make a statement like that, what the saints gonna do? And in this Bible, the saints is the children of Israel, twelve tribes. They gonna take the kingdom. But, but according to Second Samuel seven nineteen, what is it that mother eat? The book of Second Samuel, chapter seven, verse nineteen. And this was yet a small thing in thy sight, O Yahweh, Yahweh. But thou hast spoken also of thy servant's house for a great while to come. And and yeah, if this That's it, that's it right there, most. Is it saying, Look here, you don't told me something. And what I'm looking at through the eyes of the layers of prophecy, that must be a great while to come. Yes, it is. That was, that was, that is way beyond us. But I thought we're going to see signs of it. Because this is the ministry that was picked to pull all, take off, take down all that bad teaching. And just by, and you know how you take down bad teaching? Just by, Breaking the Bible down with understanding. Spirit led through Yahweh. So now, that's a great while to come before the saints got their hand on it. We read that early part of the lesson and how they're going to rule with a raw iron. But it's coming back to that 7 19 down to verse 25 now. Let's, let's, let's get some more. Daniel chapter 7, pick it up at verse number 19 and 25. Come on. The book of Daniel chapter 7. Verse number 19 to 25 reads, Book of Daniel 7, verse number 19. Then I would know the truth of the fourth beast, which was diverged from all the others, exceeding great dreadful, whose teeth were of iron, his nails of brass, which devoured, breaking pieces, and stamped the residue with his feet. Verse number 20. Now the ten horns that were in his head, now the other which came up, before whom three fell, even that horn that had eyes and a mouth that spake great, that spake very great things, whose look was more stout than his salvage. Verse 21. I beheld, and the same horn made war with the saints, 
and prevailed against them. Verse 22. Till the ancient of days came, and judgment was given to the saints of the Most High. And the time and the time came that the saints possessed the kingdom. Verse 23. Thus he said, the fourth beast shall be the fourth kingdom upon the earth, which shall be diverse from all kingdoms, and shall devour the whole earth, and shall tread it down and break it in pieces. Verse 24. And the ten horns out of his this kingdom are ten kings that shall arise, and another shall rise after them, and he shall be diverse from the first. He shall subdue three kings. Verse 25. He shall speak great words against the Most High, shall wear out the saints of the Most High, and think to change times and laws. And they shall be given into his hand until a time. Times and the dividing of time. Yeah, it's a great time for everything. But guess what? Now it's time to reveal that all that have been sealed. So this is the ministry going to reveal what's sealed. And so far we have learned right now the beast we're talking about. The beast is talking about man. Man in office with many men in his system. So now we find out about that. Now, and that's a great thing. So now, and we find out that the fourth kingdom is going to be the happening. And guess what? You're in the fourth kingdom. Now, it's not going to be another kingdom of great power and after this. Because after this, they're going to be a different ruler. So now we need to find out more about this, this right here, Elder. We're going to Revelation chapter 13. We're going to Revelation 13, and we'll pick up verse number 1. Revelation 13, and we'll pick up verse number 1. Let's see what it says. 1 down to verse 3. Let's do 1 to 3. I thought we're going all the way down, but let's look at let's look at this right here in end time prophecy. Chapter... 13, we look, let's look at 1, 2, and 3. Then let me comment on that. Come on. The book of Revelation, chapter 13, verse number 1, 2, and verse number 3 reads, Revelation 13, verse number 1. I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horns ten crowns, upon his head. The name of blasphemy. Verse number two. And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard. And his feet were as the feet of a bear. His mouth as the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him his power, his seat, and great authority. Verse number three. And I saw one of his heads as it were wounded to death. And his deadly wound was healed. Now all the world wondered after the beast. He said his deadly wound was healed. His deadly wound was healed in 1492. The dark ages started when, when a wicked Israelite from the tribe of Judah named Septimus Severus knocked off Rome in 193 B.C. Dark nations stayed in power up to 1492. Isabel 
and Pharaoh knocked him out in 1492, and that deadly wound was healed in 1492. That when it says that Esau returned back to power, because it's already prophesied, Elder Mr. Till, that they will go through a period in the 20th chapter. Elder Mr. Till, it's already was said that they will go through a period of something in the 20th chapter, verse 4 of Revelation. Elder Mr. Till, it was we talk about end time prophecy. So in end time prophecy, Elder Mr. Till, in the 20th chapter, I want to pick up at verse number 4. And we're going to take it down to verse 8. Elder Mr. Till, what it says in end time prophecy about this period where they deadly wound got healed and when they went off into bad, bad shape. See, a lot of people teach this right here is the car. No, ain't the car. Already came. That's why we gotta come and flip all that all that teaching and hope a lot of capsule start teaching properly on one accord. Hey, Ellen Jill. Revelation twenty verse four is real a bit. Come on. Hey, Elmer Smith, what's going on, WCC? Is his microphone on? Elder, Mr. Till. Is his microphone here, on? Okay. All right. Well, why, Elder, looking for that verse? Let me um, talk to Mother D up Israel and see if she's standing tall and just about ready to holler in the microphone real soon and just ran back and listened. Bless you, Sia Israel of C. Royal. Hallelujah, Akwa. Maybe you can uh, give me time to find that book. 
Chapter 4, verses 12 and 13. Read. I know both now. I mean, yeah. I know both how to be abased. And I know how to abound everywhere in all things. I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. Thirteen, I can do all things through Yahweh the Son, which strengthens me. Verse 17, not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. Verse 19. 19, but my Yahweh shall supply all your needs according to to his riches in greatness by Yahweh the Son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How long in verse 20, Mother? Hey, Mother, how long in verse 20? You want me to read 20 or not? Yeah, yeah, verse 20. Yeah, you read 19. I'll I'm, I'm, I'm read verse 20. Let's find out how long, how long do he operate in verse 20. Verse 20, now unto Yahweh and our Father be greatness forever and ever. Hallelujah. So, so, so Yahweh see Lazarus and everything else. You see a lot of them getting bad shape. thought it was over. They had, they had that. But Yahweh said, listen. I got the first, the in-between, and the last word. When I'm ready, I make my move. That's why we got to always be pressing for that mark. Every opportunity we get in dust edge, Yahweh, and that's the, that's the game changer. Always give it all you got in some dust edge, Yahweh, and that is the game changer. <laughs> Sit back and hear some good, some good reading and some good teaching out, mother, and one thing about it. Yahweh got the first word, the in between, and the last. All we Hallelujah. Do is obey what the Bible says. All we got to do obey what the Bible says. That's all we got to do. Now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, Elder, we, was, um, we know clearly that. 
that timeline of the 13th chapter. They definitely won't be killed. In 1492, they, they, they got in power. And they've been in power ever since. Now, now, they had a period where it was John, he was on, he was on the Isle of Patmos. He was in bad shape. He was in bad shape. But he thinks the same power that had him exiled go off into something and 20 verse 4 out of verse 8 held him, Yahweh. In the 20th chapter of Revelation, can you have to go see how from 4 out of verse 8 come up? Elder Yahweh. Revelation chapter 20. Verse 4 down to verse 8. Matter of fact, take and read verse 10. 4 down to verse 8 and verse 10. Elder Yahweh, you're back on the clock. Come on. Book of Revelation chapter 20. Verse number 4 down to verse number 8. And verse number 10 reads. Book of Revelation chapter 20. Verse number 4. That's her throne. They sat upon them, and judgment was given unto them. I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Yahweh the Son and for the word of Yahweh the Father, which had not worshipped the beast, either his image, neither had received a mark upon their forehead or in their hand. They lived and reigned with Yahweh the Son a thousand years. For some of five Hold that for Hey, Elder, hold that part right there. Now, Elder, now you just dropped a bombshell on what John says. Now, come back again in verse 4, because a bombshell have been dropped there, Elder. And all I want is half of it. I want half of it. Pick it back up at 20 verse 4, and we, and we see some dripping and precepts in verse 4. That we need to talk about on what John said he thinks, and and this is and listen real carefully, Mother dear Israel, because John said he thinks something. Let's see what he thinks in the twentieth chapter, and pick it verse four again, Elder. Let's talk about what he said he thinks now, and by who he seen it. Come on, half of it. Come on. The Book of Revelation, chapter twenty. Verse number four reads, I throne, and they sat upon them, and judgment was given unto them. I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Yahweh the Son, and for the word of Yahweh the Father. That's that. He said he thinks, he said he thinks the ones that, that gave it all they got. And, and when his word, he thinks them. He said, I've seen the one, and they were to be judged. He said, I've seen them. I've seen the one that was beheaded for the witness of Yahweh the Son and the word of Yahweh the Father. He said, he's seen them. Now, who did witness? He said, who did witness of? Hey, hey Mother, Mother Eve. Who did witness that he's he seen, Mother? We're going to for the third chapter, 1, 2, and 3 of Isaiah and 10. Who did these witness? That he's looking at, mother. He said, he said, the witness made it. After they was put down, but guess what? Yahweh have 
pulled them back up. So who are these witness mothers in Isaiah 43, 1, 2, 3, and 10? Let's talk about these witness mothers. Come on. Look at Isaiah chapter 43, verses 1, 2, and 3. And 10. Look at Isaiah chapter 43, verse 1. But now, thus said the Yahweh that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fret not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name, thou art mine. Verse 2. And thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee, and through the rivers. They shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, they shall not be burned. Neither shall the flame come up on thee. Verse 3. For I am the Yahweh, your Yahweh, the righteous one of Israel, the Savior. I give Egypt for a ransom, Ethiopian. And see that for me. Verse 10. Verse 10. Ye are my witnesses, said the Yahweh, and my servants, whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he before me that is no Yahweh wrong. Need uh-huh. after me. That's good. So the witness is the children of Israel. So mm-hmm. he he witnessed the children of Israel get beheaded, kicked in the ring, broke down. But one thing he one thing is clear when the children of Israel is broke down and nothing in his favor, they got a they got a trump card to play. Mother E, they got a trump card, but they don't they don't know that when mm-hmm. Yahweh knock you down, he'll make sure if you recognize the entitlement that he have gave you in Proverbs twenty four verse sixteen. Hey Mother E, he gave a he gave a something for his witnesses to never forget. If Now, 
I'm saying hallelujah when uh, WCC got your microphone going. We don't know if your microphone going yet back working. Same thing about you, Sister Sarah. If your microphone going and you're ready to go, say hallelujah then we know that you are on deck at time appointment. So when we hear hallelujah we know what's going on. Now, hey, I need a, a precept on that, Elder Yagda. See, we got to be clear that, if, see, when you jest in Yahweh, he going to knock you down. No doubt about it. You're going to get knocked down, but he give you what's called a perfect card called step. I'm going to get you up. Now, Elder Yahweh, we're going to Job, it's a car boy in third church. Now, a young man was, was hearing some things going on from his closest friend, and the young man was teaching. We're going to 32, pick up verse 1, Elder, and we're going to read down to verse 13. Hope the pastor had just, just listen to this melody of Israel unfold. Now, listen to it. Sometimes... Your closest relative, the closest one to you, can deliver you a fatal blow. But somebody would probably say to you, wait a minute, isn't you Jeff? I mean, according to the Bible in 24, uh, we just got to reading, 16, a Jeff man or woman is going to get knocked down. But they're going to get up. But now here comes something we need to always know. And it's always the closer one to us of put us in a predicament. Let's see what it says in Elder in Job 32, verse 1. Let's read down to verse 13, but listen carefully at what's going on in a second. And the conclusion was the young man observed and made the final, profound statement in verse 13. Hey, Elder, y'all got what it says in Job 32, 1 down to verse 13. Come on. Book of Job, chapter 32, verse number 1 through 13 reads, Job 32, verse number 1. So, there, so these three men ceased to answer Job, because he was righteous in his own eyes. Verse number 2. Then was kindled the wrath of Elihu, the son of Barashir, the Buzzite of the kindred of Ram, against Job was with, was his wrath kindled because he justified himself rather than Yahweh. Verse number three. Also against his three friends was his wrath kindled because they had found no answer and yet had condemned Job. Verse four. Elihu had waited till Job had spoken because they were elder than he. Verse five. When Elihu saw that there was no answer in the mouth of these three men, then his wrath was kindled. Verse 6. Elihu, the son of Barisel, the Buzzite, answered and said, I am young, and you are very old. Before I was afraid, and does not show you my opinion. Verse number 7. I said, days should speak. Multitude of years should teach wisdom. Verse number 8. There is a spirit in man. The inspiration of the Almighty giveth them understanding. Verse number nine. Great men are not always wise. Neither do the aged understand judgment. 
Verse 10. Mm-hmm. Therefore I said, hearken to me. I also will show my opinion. Some left. You know, I waited for your word. I gave you to your reason while you searched out what to say. Verse 12. Yea, I intended unto you, and behold, there was none of you that convinced Job but that answered his words. Verse 13. Least you should say, we have found out wisdom. Yahweh thrust him down, not man. I get that. Yahweh knocked him down, not man. And what happened to Job, he got around his close friends. And he said, God dog, Job. God dog. Mr. Hole is in now. Why you why you knock down? You keep the Sabbath days, you you wear your fringes, you do all that good stuff. What you doing, man, on your back foot? That was three now that they go to three friends. You you, you holler Y H W H Yahweh is revival. But look at here. Why you laying all stretched out now? Look at that. See? That what And see that's when you get around your closest loved ones. And they are condemn you when Yahweh knocked you down. But he told them, them three closest friends of Job. Man did not knock Job down. Yahweh knocked him down. Yahweh knocked you down, and he'll get you back up. All you got to believe in Yahweh because he says he's in a taking business. Look at the letter they think. Where's that verse at? Well, well, you know, let's um, show you that Yahweh is in taking business. And Yahweh, he's in a taking business. And you don't ask nobody nothing. He, he's a man that can take it whenever he gets ready. If you show him that you're doing what he got on the table, he's in a taking business. And Exodus chapter 23 there, El. 22, 23. We are, we'll see that Yahweh gave this on the table that he's in the taking bed. Let's see what we can read in Exodus chapter 23. We'll look at what Yahweh said he'll do as if you do right. Let's see what he says in verse 25. We're going to 23. Verse 25. What does that help? Book of Exodus 23. Verse 25 reads, You shall serve Yahweh your Yahweh. You shall bless thy bread, thy water. I will take sickness away from the midst of you. See that? You see that? Let's try and get a precept in the 7th chapter, verse 15, Ayo. I'll do the right See, Yahweh, listen, I understand the power of Yahweh. He says he can take sickness away from you. Huh? We know in Isaiah 53, with his stripes, we already heal. Once we focus in on our mighty one and understand that he first on all, even when we at our best, He's first. That's the game changer. He'll put you where you're in your best. 
and then we play him second fiddle. No. Even at your best, you keep him first. Seven. Fifteen. What is that? What is that? Deuteronomy seven fifteen. Look at Deuteronomy 7, verse number 15 reads, Yahweh will take away from thee all sickness. Yahweh will take from thee all sickness. Now, I ought to get one more precept in there because somebody in the 15th chapter of Nicodemus, Elder, he was bragging and he was not bragging. He was talking about to his demeanor about what happened to him. So in Nicodemus 15, let's see what he said that we all can read together out of Nicodemus 15. Someone said to Elder, and they were talking to one another about somebody, about what he did to me. Let's see what he was talking about, Elder. And Nicodemus 15, and we'll figure out verse number 1. Nicodemus 15, verse 1. Let's find out what's going on. And a hey, mother, a hey, mother Eve, have me the 11th chapter of St. John. Go working your way on it. And at that 11th chapter, be just passing that 11th chapter of St. John to show you that this man right here got absolute power. It don't take a lot of nothing, and we let somebody explain it by our elder, Yahjah, and Nicodemus 15 and 6 verse 1. What is that, elder? Book of Nicodemus, chapter 15, verse number 1 reads, Book of Nicodemus, chapter 15, verse number 1. Quarrel between Satan and the Prince of Hell concerning the expected arrival of Yahweh the Son in Hell. While all the saints were rejoicing, the old Satan, the Prince and Captain of Death, said to the Prince of Hell, verse number two, prepare to receive Yahweh, Yahweh the Son of Nazareth himself, who boasted that he was the Son of Yahweh the Father. It was a man afraid of death and said, my soul is sorrowful, even to death. Verse number three. Besides, he did many injuries to me and to many others, those whom I had made blind, lame, those also whom I, I tormented with several devils, he cured by his word. Yea, those whom I brought dead to thee, he by force taketh away from thee. Verse number four. To this the prince of hell replied to Satan, who is that so powerful, Prince? And yet a man who is afraid of death. Verse number five. For all the potentates of the earth are subject to my power, whom thou broughtest to subjection by your power. Verse number six. But if be so, but if be he be so powerful in his human nature, I refer to thee for truth, that he is mighty in his divine nature. And no man can resist his power. Verse number seven. But therefore he said, be, he was afraid of death. He desired to ensnare thee. 
and unhappy it will be to thee for everlasting ages. Verse number eight. Then Satan replied, said to the prince of hell, Why didn't thou express a doubt and was afraid to receive that Yahweh the son of Nazareth, both thy adversary and mine? Verse number nine. And for me, I tempted him, stirred up my old people of Israel with zeal and anger against him. Verse number 10, sharpened the spear for his suffering, I mixed the gall and vinegar, commanded that he should drink it, and prepared to treat to crucify him, and the nails to pierce through his hands and feet. And now his death is near at hand. I will bring him hither, subject both to you and me. Verse number 11, then the prince of hell answered and said, Thou said to me just now, that he took away the dead from me by force. Verse 12. They whom have they whom have been kept here till they should live again upon earth were taken away hence, not by their own power, but by prayer made to Yahweh. Their almighty Yahweh took them from me. Verse 13. Who then is that Yahweh, the son of Nazareth, that by his word have taken away the dead from me? Without prayer to Yahweh the Father. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that sounds so good there, Elder. Can come back and give me verse 3 again, Elder. What, what it says in 3, verse 3, I mean, um, uh, 15, verse 3, and verse 10, that's all I need, Elder. That would sound so good. I know Mother of Israel, she all read back, she out of Running over getting to whoever she is set behind that. What happened again in um Nicodemus chapter fifteen, verse three to ten L Look at Nicodemus. Chapter chapter fifteen, verse three, and verse number ten reads. Nicodemus fifteen, verse number three. Besides he did many injuries to me and to many others. Those whom I made blind and lame, and those also whom I tormented with several devils, he cured by his word. Yet those whom I brought dead to thee, he by force takes away from thee. Verse number 10. Hey, that's the man saying. He said, Nicodemus, what happened to Matthew chapter 10. Can you get those three out around about um, 
let's see what we want, Mother. In verse number seven and verse number nine. Seven, eight, and nine. Let's see, let's see what it says in Matthew chapter 10, Mother. And we're going to look at verse 7, 8, and 9. Hey, Mother E, what do Matthew chapter 10, verse 7 to 9 say? Come on. Matthew chapter 10, verse 7 to 9. Verse 7. And as you go, teaching, saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Verse 8. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils freely. Yea, ye free, ye have received freely healed. Verse 9. Nine. Verse 9. Provide neither gold nor silver, nor brass in your purse. So what power did he pass on, Mother, before he went back up in verse 8? Read that verse 8 again. Let's see what power did he pass on and to who. Verse 8. Matthew chapter 10, verse 8. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, and raise the dead, and cast out devils freely. And cast out devils freely. Ye have received freely give. I guess so. You mean, you mean if the people got this power today? Yeah. And uh, Baruch, Mother 3, can you give me 1, 2, 3, and 9, Mother Hey, Marie, can you get on seal Baruch chapter 3? Because he told Baruch in the 45th chapter of Jeremiah, we ain't going to read not this lesson. He said, Baruch, I should kill you, Baruch. Because when, when, when I turn the heat up on the children of Israel, you saw how about old war with me. And I'm going to take Israel out. So you ain't caring nothing about Israel. You care about yourself. See, what we're trying to tell you, you got to care about getting brothers and sisters that's after us on their feet. That's why it's so important about the land, school, bank at all, radio station. <laughs> we need to be focusing on that. We need to be focusing and be in a position to, when they come in, we can straighten them up, show them how relationships goes according to the Bible. Not the one down in the city hall. So you run down the city hall think you own something. But he don't told you plainly over there in the fifth chapter of Psalms, ain't nothing that the city hall got that I'm, uh, I'm going to acknowledge anyway. So there ain't nothing legal, according to probably the Bible, about running the city hall. You find what this Bible says. You apply this Bible. You don't worry about city hall. This will make it legal, this Bible. You apply this Bible, you're doing legal. Because he don't told you in 50, verse 16 and 17, Ain't nothing they got down there on because they ain't gonna do right. But we can tell you what Yahweh said, He gonna honor. If you do this Bible right, He gonna honor His word. He saw his five sons translated as the white man and white woman. Ain't got nothing on record that Yahweh gonna honor. 
we heard the CEO say it because the Bible supports it. You get this book right. You get in position to help those to come behind you, show them just as Yahweh, and I bet a better man, a better woman. You get what you get you from James 5 20. As long as you tie up in this system, you ain't got nothing coming. Because he's going to hold you back from believing what he laid on the table. Now, he says he gave the 12 the power to do what? Heal the sick. Cleanse the leper. To raise dead. And that's big talk of that. Now, hell, have me that um, Jack and Ezra 2 1 waiting on me. We're going we're gonna to take a look at that. That on the way, I'll take a look at this something. Now, Mullet, what what is that Baruch? It's talking about three, one, two, three, and verse nine, eight and nine. Give me eight and nine. Hey, Mother, Mother E, Baruch three, one, two, three, eight and nine, come on. Baruch, chapter three, verse one, two, three, verse eight, and verse nine. Baruch, chapter three, verse one. O Yahweh Almighty, Yahweh of Israel, the souls in anger, the, tr- the troubled spirit cried unto thee. Verse 2. <laughs> Hear, O Yahweh, and have mercy, for thou art merciful, and have pity upon us, because we have sinned before thee. Verse 3. For thy For thou understandest, wait a minute, for thou, for endurest, okay, for thou endurest forever, and we perish utterly. Verse uh, 8. Behold, we are yet this day. And our captivity, where thou hast scattered us for a reproach and a curse, and to be subjected to payment according according to all the iniquitous sins of our fathers, which departed from the Yahweh, our Yahweh. Verse 9. Hear Israel, the commandments of life. Give ear to understand with. Mm-hmm. So, Mother, the commandments is to life. See, what we got to tell the young ones behind us, that the law is to life. If you want, if you want Yahweh to step in, and he always leave a sign for you. He'll leave a sign for you to understand that he start from up top and work his way down. And we is the sign. But we got a great reward coming. But I don't remember hearing the verse, Mother, about hear the prayer of the dead somebody. Did I hear that or did I miss it? Did I miss it in that 
Baruch 3, about hitting the rim, somebody. Did I miss that verse, or, or did you, uh, did I just, just, I just miss it? Did I miss the verse, was it verse 4? Did I hear Verse 4. She didn't read verse 4. Oh, okay. Thank you, that mother dear Israel. Thank you. Look, 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 look at it. Look at mother dear Israel. See, I keep perching, perching up. See, the world, she keeps changing, but perch you up. See, but what happens, we love to be around uh, because of the, the system, the bloodline. I'm going tell you something. You know what keeps you going? A big better for some dust says Yahweh. A big better for dust says Yahweh with them fringes on, on canvas. You know, what are they Take them fringes and throw them on the cover with you. Uh, hold on tight to them. I'll tell you something. The word of Yahweh perks you back up. But when you're around, always the murmurs complain of the backbiters. God, oh, look what don't happen to you. Then you mess around like try to justify yourself. And that would happen to Job. See, Job was a sign. And sometimes you can be a sign to show you that, look, but I got seven times to be knocked down. But guess what? If I'm just, Yahweh's going to get me back all the way back up. There ain't going to be no way in between. I'm a sign. And I'm going to show you I'm a sign. I'm going to be perking around like a teacup full of hot water, boiling all up. That's when you, that's when you got the Yahweh right. Always never leave home without your Yahweh. Now, Mother, I don't, I, uh, Mother D.F. Israel, I didn't hear that verse, folks, but I can stand you right now. Where's that, Baruch? Where's that verse that, 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 that he, the prayer was to somebody? Where that verse at, Mother? Baruch chapter 3, verse 4. You, you have me read 1, 2, and 3 and skip down to 8 and 9. Yeah. Yeah, okay, well, okay, well, you know, uh, Mother D. Fisher, she, called, she caught my arrow. Yeah, hey, hey, hey Mother E, she caught my arrow. She said, yeah, dear, you, you're leaving out of her. And see, that's what it's all about. See, see, sometimes I'm sick. You know, you remember what Mother Z said? She said, yeah, see, I'm with you. As long as you remain uh, a 1515, uh, Book of Acts 1515, I'm with you. Huh? But if you ain't going to ask 1515, and I don't work like that, I'm looking at Acts 1515. If you show it as it's written, I'm with you. If it ain't written, I'm not with you. And that's the way it's supposed to be. And that's the way it is. So now, Mother, in uh, 3 verse 4, I want to hear about a prayer. So what you got in 3 verse 4 that we can read, Mother? Okay. All right, chapter 3 verse 4. O Yahweh Almighty, the Yahweh of Israel, hear now the prayers of the dead Israelites and of their children. And of who, Mother? Hey, Mother. And of who? Dead Israelites. And? And of their children, which are seen. And guess what? And guess what? The children are going to be dead because the parents are dead. 
see that when the parents do not teach them to just say, Jaguar, you have dead kids. I know they walk around jumping like popcorn, but they're dead in the mind. And then the system going to crank them all the way up. The system going to crank them all the way up because they're dead in the mind. And that's because of the leadership. It's, it's all up into Christianity, Islam, and Judaism. See? And that's, that's the game changer. But now, we don't take enough time on that. We really want to get a little bit more on that. But I'm thinking about it. When Yahweh knocks you down, that's a sign. He already told you over there in the third chapter of Isaiah, with his strike, you already healed. So ain't no in between. The more, the more you pump some Yahweh in, the more you're going to get back on your feet. The quicker. That's where you break. I don't want, I don't, I want no pass on the back. <laughs> I, want, I want to make sure I got my Yahweh right. So when I got my Yahweh right, I know everything all right. That's it. So now, yeah, we're going back to Revelation. We'll take care of that another time. We're going back to Revelation 13, because I need to get a little bit more. Back to Revelation, we read, so now his deadly wound has been healed. That deadly wound has been healed in 1492. They lie well, the sinners of Esau, the, the white man and the white woman, they empowered today. They empowered. Huh? Excellent. John is in captivity. Now we're in Revelation chapter 13. We've done 1, 2, and 3, so we clear that beast he's talking about is uh, man with men's system. Verse 4, let's read a little bit earlier. Revelation 13, verse 4, let's read a little bit. Come on. Revelation chapter 13, verse number 4 reads, And they worshiped the dragon, which gave power unto the beast. And they worshiped the beast, saying, Who is like unto the beast, who is able to make war with him? Verse number 5, They were given unto him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemy. Power was given unto him to continue forty and two months. Verse number 6, he opened his mouth in blasphemy against Yahweh to blaspheme his name, his tabernacle, and them that dwell in heaven. Verse number seven. It was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And power was given over all kindreds, tongues, and nations. Verse number eight. Now all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him, whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb. Claim from the foundation of the world. Verse number nine. If any man have an ear, let him hear. Verse 10. He that leadeth with the captivity shall go into captivity. He that killeth with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the picture. Let's tell Let's tell Let's tell Now back him, give me verse 8 again, Let's tell So you letting you know. You can mess around, take this power that you have, and you can rule over all men with it. But if you got the track record of killing with the sword, you must be killed by the sword. So if you got the power to have all the military ways of cutting a man's shot, 
That's how he's going to cut you short. Verse 8. Verse 8, verse 8, hell. Revelation 13, verse 8. Now that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb, slain from the foundation of the world. He said, you will worship him. He said, all that's not written in the book of life. He said, you will worship him. Now, how do you know if you worship him today? He said, because um, it's written in the book of life that you're not worshiping him. Now, we go on to the book of life, Dale, and Malachi 3, 16 through 18. We'll find out it's you in the book of life. He's all that's not written in the book of life. I'm going to deal with you. He's, I'm going to deal with you big time. And let's find out what, 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 what's in that book of life, and then you can examine yourself and tell those fear is you worshiping him. Malachi 3, 16 through 18, what's the hell? Book of Malachi, chapter 3, verse number 16 through 18 reads, Malachi, chapter 3, verse number 16. Malachi 3, verse 16. Then they that fear Yahweh spake often one to another. And Yahweh heard it and heard it. And a book of remembrance was written down before him for them that fear Yahweh and that thought upon his name. Verse 17. They shall mind save Yahweh of hope in that day when I make up my jewels. And I will spare them as a man spares his own son that serves him. Verse 18. Then shall you return and discern between the righteous and the wicked, between him that serves Yahweh and him or her that serves him not. He <laughs> says, he said, the one that is worshiping, but you're using every name besides the four letters, Lord God, Jesus Christ, our Lord. He said, I'm going to burn you so hard in the fire, I'm going I'm to help them, I'm going to help the angels push you off in that fire. Huh? He said, because you're not really in the book of life. Because how you get in the book of life, you got to have the name right. You got to have the laws right. His law is, is, and Mother read that the law is as long as you live. You keep the law. Now, Elder, in that 13th chapter, can you go back to Deuteronomy again, Elder, and give me that uh, 717 again back? I mean, Daniel, can I get that 717 again there, Elder? Because we did, but we were flirting to come back there, but we have to wait until Yahweh gives the to come back. He's a yes, dear, but you got to understand one thing. You know, such thing where I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get on. No, you know, trying to do it. Yahweh said, you're there. You're there. Yahweh got all the power. If you got Yahweh right, he's going to get you right. I was saying in 322 of 1 John. He's like, what take you so long to ask me something? All I want to know is you got me right. So we're going back to Daniel, Elder. And I want to look at something again because I did say I would come back to that. That's Daniel chapter 7. Can you give me verse 17 again now? The book of Daniel chapter 7. Verse number 17 reads, These great beasts which are forth 
are four kings which shall rise out of the earth. Now you see that? So Daniel is telling you about the four kings that's going to rise out of the earth. The captivity of the children of Israel in the sixth morning camp, write down these numbers. The first captivity of the Babylonian Empire. And that was from 625 B.C. to 739 B.C. That was the first captivity. People of color. The second ruler was the Medo-Persians. The Medes and the Persians. And that was 539 B.C. up to 331 B.C. Then after that came the first non-color ruler, non-color, Alexander, the sinners of Esau, the white man and the white woman, but really red. They came into power in 331 B.C., and they stayed in the power to 63 B.C., sinners of Esau. And after that came that terrible beast, Rome. They not see everybody that let you worship your own thing as long as you uh, gave them a couple of dollars and, and didn't disrespect their paganism. But when that fourth beast, terrible beast, that's the system you're in right now. You're in that Rome, Roman system right now, the fourth beast. It just didn't revive. You know, Pope uh, Nicholas still, he gave land and then belongs to him. So look at y'all going over there and get them dark countries and whoop them up. I'm giving you where it's at. You see what it is? That's what he did. Power wasn't here, but he knows he has the backing of Satan, the devil with him. So now Rome came into power. So Rome ruled from 146 BC to 476. That's the Western Roman Empire. See, the Western Roman Empire went down in 476. And see, they got, and they, and they used that rebel saying from a thousand years. Hey, 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 yo, did we read, did we finish that Revelation 20, verse 4 down to verse 8? That thousand years. See, they used, yes, they used this thousand years. No, 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 no. That thousand years, you know, it's not exact because if you take the four seventy six A.D. and put on a thousand years, then it, 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 you can make it work, but it don't work to those that know that Judah, Septimus Severus, went into power and took over Rome in one ninety three B.C. One ninety three. In 193 A.D., I mean, in 193 A.D., took over that place. And he was from the tribe of Judah. He was over there from Libya, from over there from that land over there, because we've been scattered all the time. We've been scattered for a long time. You can't call a person by his land. He was over there, too, but he was Judah. They jumped into 193 A.D., Septimus Severus. 
and and colors stayed in power to fourteen ninety two. So when you go in Revelation, read about that thousand years right there, that thousand years, that was the weapon that went down in four seventy six. That was the western part because they were split. September the Barrett got in there. He had about the four tetrarchs. They was all over the place. And the western part went out in 476. But uh, we, I guess we can't take in all that. But the Dark Ages only means the ruling of the peoples of Judah. There was often Islam. There was called the Moors, mean black. Black Judah, they were Judah. Judah has always been in the midst of everything. Judah is wicked to the core, as is the first of all, he had no business going to the northern world of the Bedic land anyway. He couldn't possibly stand up because the prophecy told us over there in the book of um, Jubilees that you can't go to my land because you've got power. Do I'm gonna kill you and time upon it? So they couldn't possibly stand there. I don't care what they taught the other nations, how to bathe and, and wash their clothes and all that kind of stuff. So what? The land that was given to the children of the book, you gotta be in the Western world and start peeping towards the east. That's why when you, every time you Open your prayer up and close your prayer. When you turn to the east, you're in the west going, pointing back to the east. Don't you do that? See? That's, that's okay. So now good. Now, you know, let's go back to um, what we had in the 13th chapter. Now, what we left out in the 13th chapter, we got enough of that. So now you got, now you got the four ruling powers, four ruling powers, the Babylonians, Medo-Persian, Greeks, and Rome. Them is the four ruling powers. This was Daniel was writing about. And now, that fourth empire you in right now. This ain't nothing but the revived Roman empire you in right now. Here, here about a pope from Satan the devil today. The Vatican City is ran by the pope from Satan the devil today. This is the revived Roman Empire you in right now. Huh? When this come down, Judah got made and the Israelites. But that's okay. That's, that's, we got time to get on that. Let's go back where we said, Elder. Now we're back to um, Revelation 13. I thought you, I thought you get there, Elder. We just get a little bit more in there. We're down to verse number eight. All right. Uh, I'll pick up the verse eight and, and take off from right there, and let's see what we can pull out. What we can pull out out of that a little bit. Pick up the verse eight again. Thirteen verse eight again. Look okay, at Revelation chapter thirteen, verse number eight reads: Now all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Verse number nine. If any man have an ear, let him hear. Verse 10. He that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. He that killeth with the sword must be killed with the sword. 
He is the patience and the faith of the saints. Verse 11. Now beheld another beast coming up out of the earth. He had two horns like a lamb, and he spake as a dragon. Verse 12. Yeah. Oh, that's right there. This one has two horns. He said, this one has two horns, and he spake. He spoke like a, like a lamb. He said he spoke like a lamb, and that would say he spoke like a lamb, and and I mean uh, he had horns like a two horns, like a um, like a lamb, and spake as the dragon. So what's that talking about? He said he had he had, the, he had two horns and he spake like a dragon. That means he. But he, you looked at him as a lamb. Now, that's the topic there. So, but he talked about they spake like a lamb. But the policy of that elder in the 47th chapter, can you help those stay out in 1 down to verse 4 of Isaiah and skip down to verse 10 to read a bit more? And Isaiah, what he got for this? like a lamb, but all it, that really, it was a dragon and it was a wolf in sheep clothing. Yeah, yeah that's, that's better. But Isaiah wrote about this this fellow in the 47 chapter 1 through 4, pick up verse 10, let's read a little bit. Come on, Elder. The book of Isaiah chapter 47 verse number 1 through 4. Isaiah 47 verse number 1. Come down and sit in the dust, O virgin daughter of Babylon. On the ground, there is no throne, O daughter of Babylon, Chaldee. For thou shalt no more be called tender and delicate. Verse number two. Take the millstone, grind the mill, uncover thy locks, make bare the legs, uncover the thigh, pass over the rivers. Verse number three. Thy nakedness shall be uncovered, yea, thy shame shall be seen. I will take vengeance, and I will not meet thee as a man. Verse 4. As for our Redeemer, Yahweh hope is his name, the righteous one of Israel. Yeah. Number yeah wait, wait, let me hear what he said. He said, say, say, you will be revealed. And uh, a mother, hand me that over to chapter 1, verse 5 and 6, and Jeremiah 49, verse 10. Have, have him waiting on me, mother. Put, put some markers there, coming right back with that. But, um, get down to verse 10. Elder. Verse number 10. Isaiah 47, verse 10. For thou hast trusted in thy wickedness. That said, none seeth me. Thy wisdom and thy knowledge have perverted thee. Thou hast said in thy mind, I am, and none else besides me. Great. Verse 11, therefore shall evil come upon thee. Thou shalt not know from whence it rises. Mischief shall fall upon thee. Thou shalt not be able to put it off. Devastation shall come upon thee suddenly, which thou shalt not know. Verse 12, stand now with thine enchantment and with the multitude of thy sorceries. Wherein thou hast labored from thy youth. If so be, thou shalt be able to profit. 
if so be thou mayest prevail. Verse 13, that were in the multitude of thy counsel, let now the astrologer, the stargazer, the monthly pronosticator, stand up and save thee from these things that shall come upon thee. Verse 14, behold, they shall be as stubble, the fire shall burn them. They shall not deliver themselves from the power of the flame. There shall not be a coal to warm at, but fire to sit before. Verse 15. That's it. Hold that point, yo. Hold that point, yo. Hold that point. Hold that point, yo. Now, what they did, they put it in coal. Exactly who it is. And verse 14 told us that. The Bible is telling exactly that old, old Babylon, the great, that, that boy I'm on now, they laid it out there right for your eyes in verse 14. But it's spirit and 14. What does that hell in that verse 14? The book of Isaiah 47, verse 14. Behold, there shall be a stubble. The fire shall burn them. They shall not, be, they shall not deliver themselves from the power of the flame. There shall not be a coal to warm at. The fire to sit before. Hey, that's something. There's a prophecy about there. And, uh, hey, hey, mother, you got my over there, one, five, and six, waiting on me, mother. Give me uh, Jeremiah 49, verse uh, 9 and 10. You got both of them waiting on me, mother. I'm ready for them. Jeremiah 49. What do I have to give me? I don't care how you get You can give me over there, you can give me Jeremiah. I need it now, mother. I'm. I'm, I'm getting kind of nervous over here now. I need to get Jeremiah 49-10. Give me 49-8-10. Okay. So I've got kind of nervous and happy at most. So you can give me, i tell you what you do. Give me my Jeremiah 49-8-10. Uh, and then, hey, Mother Z, can you find that old order I had at, at Obadiah? Because Mother, you read that with it, y'all. Y'all, it was cat keen I'm getting happy over here, Mother. I need to hear some, some great reading. Come on. The book of Jeremiah, chapter 49, verse 8 to 10. Mm. Verse 8 reads, Flee, flee, turn back, dwell, ye, O inhabitants of the Diane, for I will bring the calamity of he saw upon him the time that I will visit him. Verse 9. If Christ Hopper come to thee, will God not leave from glinting grapes the seed by night? They would destroy till they have enough. Verse 10. But I have made Esau bear. I have uncovered his secret place, and he shall not be able to hide himself. His seed is far, and his brethren and his neighbors, and he is not. Yeah, so he say he gonna take care. He he told um. Uh, whoever that wrote about that stubble and Isaiah, he said, he's Isaiah, just put stubble there, don't worry about it. We, we, we'll let Mother still put down the name. Don't, see, we remember the Bible is called 
dark sand, cold, uh, painful, riddle, because he knew you were going to lose your book and you would think you were African-American Negro. You would be all over the place. So he had it where nobody can un- unravel this stuff but those that's in the blood mind of Yah God Judah. So, Mother, go over to our chapter 1, and we'll look at verse number 7. Yeah, okay. You pick it up at verse 6, Mother. Give me over to our 1, 6. The book of Obadiah, chapter 1, verse 6. How are the things of Esau first out? How are you hidden things brought up? Yeah, how is Esau, how is Esau, they say it on this no more. How is the secret thing been, it brought, it, it's been uncovered? We uncovered it. We got to lay him out and put him on the table. Esau is the white man and the white woman. That, that's really red because I can look at the 10 o'clock news tonight. I look at a white shirt and look at the face. I see the difference. Blood choked through the skin. You still here? Give me another verse, mother. Verse 7. All the men of the Confederates have brought thee even to the border. The men that were at peace with thee have deceived thee and prevailed against thee. They that eat that bread have laid a wound under thee, there is none understand in him. There is no understanding. That's good. That's right there, mother. That's big talk. You sort of want that you have these big get togethers with. Now come on back here. Let's come on back in that um Revelation thirteen. We will think we get a little bit more out of it before we bring Mother Z in. So now you see, it's not as a prophecy. You can be hide yourself, Esau. The one that you got all these great big old meetings with called the UN. And, and you got three different names. European Common Market. You got NATO. You got them all called on. And guess what? It's already what Yaqua got planned for you. You got some planned for you. You see, you ain't going to see it because the prophecy is going to be fulfilled. We're going to wide those up that got ear to ear, but it's up to you to pay up some, some never mind. Virginia Pills on never mind. Back to that 13th chapter, uh, Elder, and where you left off at, now we're going into that first number, 11 again, come back to the year. So we know the two horns, the dragon, and uh, get down to verse 12. Thirteen, twelve. 12, let's read a little bit. Book of Revelation, chapter 13, verse number 12 reads, And he exercised all the power of the first beast before him, and caused the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast, whose deadly wound was healed. Verse 13, He doeth great wonders, so that he make it fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of me. Verse 14. And to see with them that dwell on the earth 
by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, said to them that dwell on the earth, that they should make an image to the beast, which had the wound by a sword and did leave. Verse 15. And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak, because that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. Verse 16. He called us all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their forehead. Verse 17. Hold that point right there. Hold that point right there. He said, he called all, rich and poor. Hey, hey, Marie, give me that Isaiah 14.32 real quick. You mean he called the poor to worship him too? Who is this poor he called to worship him? And 14.32. Of Isaiah, mother. Hey, Mother E. Who is this poor? Yeah, 14, 32. Isaiah chapter 14, verse 32. Isaiah chapter 14, verse 32. Read. 32. Isaiah chapter 14, verse 32. What shall one then answer? The message of the nation that the Yahweh has found it. Yahweh and the poor of his people shall come in full. Yeah, the poor is Peter talking about Judah, one you call Negro. Oh, Negro, he sold him up. Oh, Negro, African-American Negro and color, he sold he 90, 95% off into Christianity, Islam, and Judaism. He said, they will come out of it because he got to be revealed. Come on back, Elder, and give me that 17 and 18. The book of Revelation, chapter 13. Verse number 17 reads, That no man might bow a sail, save he that had the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Verse number 18, Here is wisdom, let him that understand count the number of the beast. For it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred, three score and six. You said the number of the man is three, is, is six, six, six. And and what that and what do that mean to Elder? Let's go to Job chapter five verse seventeen and nineteen. He said he said this man gonna be carrying a number of six 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 on him. And and what that means in the book of Job chapter five verse seventeen and nineteen. What it mean to Elder? The the book of Job chapter five. Verse 17 and verse number 19 reads. Verse 17. Behold, happy is the man whom Yahweh corrected. Therefore despise not thou the chastening of the Almighty. Verse 19. He shall deliver thee in six troubles. Yea, in seven, there shall no evil touch thee. He said, he said in 666 six, six, a number of troubles, a troubled man. Because a sickness is incomplete. If this man is incomplete, he's a trouble man. 
you can't get right. Proverbs 6.16, what is that in Proverbs 6.16? Book of Proverbs, chapter 6, verse number 16 reads, Book of Proverbs, chapter 6, verse 16. These sixteen that Yahweh hate, yea, seven, are an abomination unto him. These six things Yahweh hate. See, Yahweh hates the six things that he hates. And seven is complete. This man cannot hit the seven because something he cannot do. Hey, hey, Mali, what he can't do in Hebrews chapter 12, I'm going to tell you why he can't never hit the, hit the seven. 12, 16, and 17. Why you can't get right, mother? There's only one way you can get right. And something that he cannot do. What you reading there, mother? Okay. Hebrews chapter 12, 16 and 17. Bring it. The book of Hebrews chapter 12, verse 16 and verse 17. Lest there be any funny, funny care. A profane person as Esau, who for one marshal of meal sold his birthright. Verse 17. But you know how that afterward, when he would have inherited this blessing, he was rejected, for he found no place of repentance. So he caught it carefully with tears. What do you mean? What What do you mean, Mama, uh, Mother? That he, they, they. Otherwise, he cannot repent. What is the number one thing he got to repent on? And you can tell me is how they did it. Let's run to um, Ezekiel thirty-three, verse fifteen. He said, "Esau and his five sons, they they will never repent." It's more to just repenting, Mother. You have to look at the field saying you got to do. The repentance comes with something you got to do behind saying with your mouth. Because remember, you was a, he was, you was, you was, you was speaking of, you had a mouth speaking great things. You were telling him you were lying all over the place. But here's the sign of you getting right. Now, and you tell me how this prophecy has been fulfilled. We're going to 33, verse 15, our mother. Hey, Marie. Ezekiel chapter 33, 15. verse 15. Ezekiel chapter 33, verse 15. If the wicked restore the pledge, give, give again that he has robbed. Walk in the status of life without committing Iniquitous sin. He shall surely live. He shall not die. Yeah, mother. So we got to get back with them Rob and Stoke. They came over here uh, in Sam's land called, the now called America. You'll beat these folks down thinking they Indians and everything else. They got one Indian think they Aborigines, but the first uh, children of Israel came over here. We know they're not the same brand because children of Israel have the man on them. The men have to have a beard on them, a mustache and beard. And the ones that you got over here now, they've got smooth faces. So them ain't the ones you're talking about. 
So you got to peel back a whole lot of layers. Them Omacs that you seen. Them Omacs had beards. So the one that first came over, you had beards. They had, they had beards and braids on their head. The men that you see now, they got smooth faces and no bridges. So that, so that that's a layer that you, it's one behind the one. If you, if you, if you push and press the aborigines, you call aborigines, called, uh, what's another word for aborigines, what do they call them? The indigenous people. They always got smooth faces. Wait a minute. Well, who behind y'all? You ain't talking about the one that's behind you. Because the one behind you didn't come from the Bear Strait. They came when Yahweh opened up a, uh, a key word. Hell, he opened up a key word. And um, the, in the 13th chapter of Second Ezra, he opened up a key word over there. He helped me out with one key word, Elder. I'm struggling all over the place. I need a key word. And the 13th chapter of Second Ezra, around about the Euphrates, around about uh, 13, 40 something, it's uh, something in that uh, Euphrates. I, I need you to bring out that one verse right, right now. Here we, you know, um, having fun, but don't got away from us now. But what can I say? So over there in Second Ezra 13, Elder. You see where around about the Euphrates, something about the Euphrates is a key word that anybody in the world will overlook to you now. Come on. The book of Second Ezra, chapter 13, verse number, verse number 43. They entered into the Euphrates by the narrow passage of the river. Ain't that something? You see that? They entered into the Euphrates. By the narrow passage, Yahweh, by the narrow passage, the one that some came on both, but some came by the narrow passage. You see, that's the key. It took about a year and a half. They were in the narrow passage. He created a narrow passage. The same thing he created when he opened that river back there for Moses. They walked on dry land. Yahweh created a narrow passage right next to the trees. And that's what everybody comes walking down through. A lot of them came on the boat, true enough. But a lot of them came right down through the narrow path. Huh? That's how they walked. They walked over there. And they walked over there in Ezra days in 536, 539 A.D. When EZRA, when Cyrus let them go, that's when it started. That's when they came over there. But when they came, they came up with beards and fringes on. So somebody got to come clean about some aborigines and some indigenous, because everyone you show, be having clean faces with no fringes. And that ain't the ones in this book. Can't take it all in one sitting. Hell, to have me, um, have me second Thessalonians chapter uh, 2, 1 through 12, Ask the great mother Z in and, and get a commentary and we'll get mother mother E and get a closing statement and mother D of Israel and then we'll see if we get a little bit of that in before we call call it out, call it uh state twenty five. Hey Mother Z. Now Mother Z, now, I know you heard a lot, man. If you want to get in there and give a, a powerful comment on or a statement, where does Yaquan put on you, Mother Z? Take your time and come out. So Yaquan be with you. 
Yeah, God bless and keep you, see Israel, a royal seed. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, I'm, I'm going to read uh, in um, Daniel, the ninth chapter. Um, I'm going to read, uh, start reading at verse 20. And, when, and while I was speaking and praying and confessing my sins, and and the sins of my people Israel and per 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 and 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 from the righteous mountain of Mayakwa, verse 21. Yet while I was speaking in prayer, even the man Gabriel, whom I had seen in the vision at the beginning, began being called to fly swiftly, touched me, about the time of the evening oblation, verse 22, and he informed me and talked with me and said, Oh, Daniel, I am now come uh, to give you skills and understanding, verse 23. At the beginning of the supplication, the Torah instruction came forth, and I am, I and I am come, <coughs> come to show you of this of this and uh, greatly, greatly. Wait a minute. Show you of uh, the of uh, this and greatly beloved. Therefore, understand the matter and consider the vision. Verse twenty-four, and then we we'll stop here. Seven weeks, <laughs> seventy weeks of the the men. Demand upon seven weeks of demand, demand upon the people and upon the righteous city to finish the to finish the transgression and to make an end of sin and to make. Uh, reconciliation of iniquity and to bring in an everlasting righteousness and to seal up the vision and prophesize and to acknowledge the most and to honor the most, the most 
and, and Mother E always leave you with a famous statement, hold on and don't give up. Hold on, don't give up. We got a big job ahead of us. So we're going to bring in Mother D up Israel and see what she want to say before we close out Take 25 and find our elder and get these last couple verses in. Hey, Mother D up Israel, what you want to tell this national audience over 900,000 strong in exercise? What you got to say? Come on. Well, I got Hebrews uh, chapter 12. I'm going to start at uh, verse uh, 5. Okay. Exaltation, which speaketh unto you as unto children. My son, despise not thou the chastising of Yahweh, nor faint when thou art rebuked of him. Verse 6. For whom Yahweh loveth, he chasteneth, and scourge every son whom he receives. Verse 7. If you endure chastising, chastening, Yahweh deal with you as with sons. For what son is he whom the father chasten not? Verse 8. But if you be without chastisement, whereof are, whereof all are partakers, then are you bastards and not sons. Verse 9. Furthermore, we we have had fathers of our flesh which corrected us, and we gave them reverence. Shall we not much rather be in subjecting unto the Father of spirit and live? Verse 10. For, for thou uh, truly for a few days chasten us after their own pleasure, but he for our profit, that we might be partakers of his righteousness. Verse 11. Now, no chastising for the present seems to be joyous, but grievous nevertheless. Afterward, it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness unto them which exercise thereof. Wherefore, lift up the head which hang down and the feeble knees. Hallelujah. 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 Nine all down to verse eighteen. We gon' we gon' sock it to the 
the stubble man come out. The book of Obadiah, chapter 1, verse number 9 through 18 reads. Obadiah 1, verse number 9. And thy mighty men, O Teman, shall be dismayed to the end that every one of the mount of Esau may be cut off by slaughter. Verse number 10. For thy violence against thy brother Jacob, whose name was changed to Israel, shall shame shall cover thee, and thou shalt be cut out forever. Verse number 11. In the day that thou stoodest on the other side, in the day that thou strangers, in the day that strangers carried away captive his forces, and foreigners entered into his gate, and cast lots upon Yahdah Judah, even you was one of them. Verse 12. But thou shouldest not have looked on the day of thy brother in the day that he became a stranger. Neither should I have rejoiced over the family of Yahweh Judah in the day of their destruction. Neither should thou have spoken proudly in the day of distress. Verse 13. Thou shouldest not have entered into the gates of my people in the day of their calamity. Nay, thou should have not have looked on their affliction in the day of their calamity. They have laid hands on their substance in the day of their calamity. Verse 14. Neither should thou have stood in the crossway to cut off those of his that did it. Neither should thou have delivered up those of his that did it. Remain in the day of distress. Verse 15. For the day of Yahweh is near upon all the heathen nations. As thou hast done, it shall be done unto thee. Thy reward shall return upon thine own head. Verse 16. But ye have drunk upon my holy mountain, so shall all the nations drink continually, yea, they shall drink, and they shall swallow down, and they shall be as though they had not been. Verse 17, but upon Mount of Yachdah Judah shall be deliverance, there shall be righteousness, and the family of Israel shall possess their possessions. Verse number 18, and the family of Israel shall be a fire, the family of Joseph of flame. The family of Esau was stubble, and they shall kill them and devour them, and there shall not be any remaining of the family of Esau, for Yahweh hath spoken it. And you see what you got? Give me that testimony in chapter 2, fold out of verse 12, close that hell. So you see what a stubble man is, but it was in dark thing. Proverbs. Riddle. That that stubble man is Esau to be destroyed. Every last one of them in rulership. They'll never run no more. And the ones that left will take care of them all left. Second Thessalonians two four down to verse twelve, Excellent. And a closing statement is all yours. Come on. The book of Second Thessalonians chapter two. Verse number 4 through 12 reads, Book of 2 Thessalonians 2, verse number 4, Who opposes and exalted himself above all that is called Yahweh or that is worshipped, so that he is Yahweh, so that in the temple of Yahweh, showing himself that he is Yahweh. Verse 5, Remember you not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things. Verse 6, And now you know that with hope now you know what withholdeth, that he might be revealed in his time. Verse 7, for the mystery of iniquity that already worked, 
Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. Verse number eight. Then shall that wicked be revealed, whom Yahweh shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Verse number nine. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power, signs and lying wonders. Verse number ten. With all the sea wounds of unrighteousness, and them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. Verse number 11. For this cause, Yahweh shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. Verse 12. That they all might be damned who believe not the truth, but have pleasure in unrighteousness. See, sometimes you have to release the big guns and mothers and elders. You understand one thing? We, we know that this is standard that has to be set. So those around the six and nine camp, you just heard the standard. There's the mother and you heard the elder. That's the standard. Bring it up. And that's why I'm going to double it up. You heard it all out of Jake 25. It's dark or taste. And never forget. All right, elder, close the statement. Enter on your part. What you got to tell the national audience on you? Come on.
banquet halls to be built. Radio stations got to be built. Your garden got to be laid. And you still sit behind the fence and behind the curtain people. Backbiting, murmuring, and complaining. It's time to get in where you fit in at. The foxtail have been lit. The curtain have went up. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.